Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thanks so much for joining us on Power Your Life. I'm Dr. Joanne White, and it's always a pleasure to be here. And I am so excited today because I have a very special soul, a very special individual here who's here to help us shed light and healing and understanding, not just with the people that he works with, but globally all over our planet. And we need it. We definitely need it right now. And I'm speaking about Paul L. Hanna, who's MD, who's a speaker, an author, a healer, as well as a master teacher. He astounded people in the medical profession by how quickly Dr. Hanna was able to diagnose and heal his patients' medical illnesses and problems. Dr. Hanna was able to see the blocked energy that was causing the issues. He's moving beyond the creed of allopathic medicine to the medicine of the quantum era to help folks heal, overcome, grow, and connect with their true essence. His new book, Remembering Qualities of Your Soul, Joyfully Living Your God Self, gives people the tools to transform their lives on all energetic levels, spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical. And in his book, he reveals the formula for transcendence. Welcome, Dr. Paul Hanna. It's a pleasure to have you. No, it's a mutual. I'm very grateful to be a business there who can at least the raise the vibration right now. So since you are listening, go ahead and tune. We're actually you're breaking up a little bit here, so I'm all. Can you hear me? Very clearly, I can hear you. I can, okay. Can you hear me now? Uh Hello? yeah, yeah. Now I can. Okay. Great. Okay. Great. So you As have. I was saying, uh, go ahead. <laughs> so I'm right. going to say because I want I want our listeners to have to hear so much of your story, and it's enlightening in so many ways. So let's I want you to start with what happened when you were young and had a very wonderful experience that that actually kind of led to so much more in your life and in what you do in terms of healing and medicine. Yeah, it was a very powerful experience that I was walking living in this house at that time with my grandparents. I'm walking down through the woods, I think about 12 or 13 at that age. The sun force kind of hit me, and I fell down, and I said, said, wow, what is this feeling? And I heard the four words, aspire, detachment, wisdom, love. You have to aspire to your inner higher self. You have to detach yourself from the worldly things, but yet be in that. And then from that, you get wisdom, wisdom to navigate your life, to live the life, which you desire, 
motivated by love. Those what the words meant to me, mean to me, still mean to me at this particular time. It's helping me, motivate me to continue to go within. Uh, my uncle said, you always just be kind of quiet and observing things. I've always been an observer, quiet and going inside. And that energy kept growing and growing. So I left the South, came to Chicago, continued with that same energy, and at which point, um, you know, I started studying. I started studying Christian martial arts at first. Martial arts, inner martial arts. Inner martial arts deals with, deal with the internal energy versus the outside energy. So it was very good to help me stay focused. And then, fast forward, I met my teacher, my first teacher, Dr. David M. Berry. So I was excited to be with him. I was with there. I went there to pay my money. And uh, I walked in. He said, well, who are you? I said, I'm Paul <laughs> Hanna. He said, no. He said, well, no, who are you? I said, I'm Paul Hanna. I said, no, do you know who you really are? I'm my 18 or 19. I said, well, what's wrong with him? My name is Paul <laughs> Hanna. He said, listen. <laughs> he said, listen to me. I can't charge you money. I said, wow. I came to pay. He said, but the cosmic telling me you are qualified. I can't check. I'm supposed to teach you. And which then he became my spiritual mentor. He taught me a lot about the inner laws, the metaphysical laws, and everything period in cycles. That was very beneficial to me. And I'm still on the west side of Chicago, navigating through the Chicago at this time. And I said, you know, uh, he wanted me to stay in school because my energy was too high to be in the street, the street life. He said, you got to stay in school. Again, my martial arts teacher told me the same thing. You got to stay in school at that point. Uh, so I didn't really want to go. So I went to um, I went to college. Um, I first started going to college. They said, well, you can't go because you're not qualified. How can I not be qualified to go to college? And I just graduated. So I had to really do some remedial things to get to college. When I got there, I, could, I became very intense, very excited. I graduated and went to another university called Chicago State University. And I'm still excited, you know. And I said, I've been excited about this energy and how you cultivate that. From there, I got accepted to IIT. It's a big-time university, Illinois Institute of Technology. I'm excited that, you know, I said, wow, I'm at IIT. <laughs> and I got in, like, they were interviewing me, and they said, Why? what's going on? And um, I said, well, I'm here to get my master's degree. But I want to know if you have a Ph.D. They look at each other screen. So why is he worried about a Ph.D.? He hasn't got a master's yet. I said, before I get my master's, I'm going to get a Ph.D. <laughs> they said, this guy's. at that time, you got to understand, I was all studying. I had read them already. I know he was a Gemini. I'm talking. I'm fast. I'm looking at him. I said, no, no, no. When I get my master's, I want a Ph.D. And they looked. Then I got into class there, uh, Miss White. I looked around and I said, where the black folks at? <laughs> you see, you know, the black folks here. I said, whoa, this is different. So I had to immediately say, you can't get no C's. You're at the university, you're at IIT. You've got to get a B above. And I said, dang, this is different. So it's, it challenged me again. I got all, I graduated, uh, graduated with a 3.7, 3.8 on the fourth scale. So I did very well. I didn't, it just forced me to do it. From there, I decided I wanted a Ph.D. and got accepted for the University of Wisconsin for my doctorate, a Ph.D. Then all of a sudden I changed my mind. I said, I don't want a Ph.D. I want an MBA. <laughs> they started laughing. I said, what are they laughing about? I don't see what's funny. <laughs> I don't see what's funny. And so I said, I'm going to get a Ph.D. I'm going to get an MD. He said, my professor at IIT said, okay, if you get into medical, they was laughing. I would buy you Grey's Anatomy, right? I said, Okay. So I went back to all pre med. Never had any pre med course ever because I always ran from those classes. 
I don't want those kind of stuff. Y'all guys are crazy study like that. I don't want to study like that. So who ended up getting the medical school was me, the one who studied all the time did. The cosmic had me push. I got it. I got accepted. But also that's when I realized I was intuitively psychic. The night before I received got accepted to medical school, I dreamed that I was gonna get two letters from the postman and sure enough the next you read, you got two letters accepted. I said, Man, this is kinda of weird stuff. And I kept going on that spike of studying martial arts and getting more deeper and deeper and deeper. And then I'm learning oh God, I got accepted to medical school. No, the interview for medical school was very interesting, you know. I got there it's I'm competing with a lot of people. And you had an all-day interview, and uh, they were checking me, see how I respond to racism and all this. They said, well, why can't you work in a factory like your family? I said, because I got more potential. I got more potential. They didn't do with that. He had a heavy accent, and the next guy said, well, suppose white people don't want to see you. I said, that's their right. And I said, oh, then I kept on going. I'm answering all their questions because I'm not reacting. They were looking for me to react. They're going to give me an excuse not to accept me, say I was emotionally insecure because – you have the best GPA, and you react. They can just reason to not accept you. In a way, I said because if they come back, I treat them. You got to respect everybody's choice. I got in, so it was just going through blocks and going through those kind of things. So when I got into medical school, I got graduated. I still got challenged. They say, "Well, you need some help," but I realized that no, I don't need any help. They got upset about that. <laughs> I said, "I don't need any help. I can do it." So you sort of go to different places for your rotation in terms of medicine, OBGYN. Pediatric, they wanted me to stay right there with them. I said, I laugh. I said, okay. It doesn't matter. Whatever you do to me, you're going to make me better and make me stronger. You say I'm no good, because motivate me say I'm good. It doesn't matter because victory is self-determined. I determine my victory. No one, that, no one decides this, you know. So that was very beneficial to go through. I graduated. I said, well, you know what? If you don't think I'm ready, get your best student that you think is very, very great. <laughs> so we can see a patient. We can see a, a patient. And we can see who do, who do the best in terms of connecting with the patient. I know I can connect with people anywhere because I connect from the heart. You can't teach that in medical school. I said, I connect. I said, well, get your best student. And let's see who do the best connection, best evaluation, best treatment plan. Guess what he did? He backed off. He said, okay. I got through all of those kind of craziness, you know, but you go through those kind of things and keep Qualify me. The cosmic will qualify me to keep on going through this life that I want to right now. I got in. I started doing metaphysics more deeper. Started talking Tai Chi. I'm still more psychic, more in tune. And I realized when I was doing my medicine, it was too specialized in terms of medicine, OPGYN, gastroenterology, nephrology, and all that. So, you know what? I really don't want to do that. I want to deal with the mind. <laughs> they said, you're too good to be a psychiatrist. I said, no. I plan to be a psychiatrist, man. They say, but your skills are too good. I say, no, 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 no. Psychiatry deal with everything. Control the mind, control everything. They say, why would I want to do just with internal medicine, just got your technology? Why would I just do this? But you know what? I did psychiatry. Very good. Deny. Start dealing with adults. And adults, they had a lot of things. The mind controlled them. They didn't understand the mind affected their body. And that Dr. was good Hannah, for a while. I, I, love, I, realized, yes. I love this story, but I want to focus in on some other things about what you're doing, okay. your book. Yes. Because there's so much, and we could be here for hours, <laughs> which I would love, but we can't. So cut okay, us off. To, okay, let me say it like this. I started doing a lot of metaphysics, Qigong, and then I went to, I started with uh, math, Grandmaster Hung. That led me to Tibet times two, Brazil, and different places, refining my skills. I wrote my first book, 
Qigong awakens, always live in your vital, your vital self. That was being very good. And I continue to express the energy, looking at people. I can look at people and tell them what they, what they would block based on their color of their skin, based on a lot of things. And also by talking to them, I was able to do that. I can do that. That's what I can do. And I said, okay. And I kept going deeper and deeper. I met Dr. Uh, Reverend Beckwith. He kept saying, are you ready for your next phase of your life? And I'm getting deep in that. And I said, yes, I'm ready because my passion is to help people learn about themselves, help people to become responsible for themselves, their authentic self. So that's when I began. I wrote the third, second book, Rebelling Quality of Your Soul. And I said, oh, that book came through me, and it's helped people tremendously to get in tune with themselves. And once you remember your internal God self and you can enjoy to live yourself, the whole frequency change. Because my, my intent on in and everybody is to not be depend on me, for them to wake up and become their own healer. I'm just a catalyst in the tree. It's the patient, me, and their own divine source. And I don't you know, train no so, healing like that. Yeah, that's so important because people need to be able to get in touch with that level, that soul level, and and really be able to to feel connected and strong. And I have a couple of questions for you too, because how? Firstly, do people even know what their soul is? I actually woke up one morning and my soul was talking to me, and I wrote a poem. <laughs> based on what it was telling me. But but how, do people really know? And, and how would you define soul? And how can people actually connect with their soul? Well, in regards to them, I start based with the ego. Uh, and I would say you got a physical self and you got a divine self. I just tell them that, that soul is your divine aspect. You make it very simple. And I tell them that, listen, what is what I asked a question to, to answer your question. I asked them what is the most important thing in your life? What's your priority? They tell me a lot of things like their family, they this and that. I said, No, it can't be your breath is the number one. It's not breathe you. That breath you have to decide to cultivate your physical self or your divine self, which leads you into eternity. And so, that part has all the power, all the healing within that. And so, when I can shift that mindset to that, they connect to the soul energy. That's been very successful for me, just using those three steps like that. Because that is that it's a spiritual omnipotent unifying love. That's what soul means to me. S O U L. So I got an acronym for that. And so people, well, what is that? And that's those steps are beneficial and connected from the ego to your eternal side. That eternity is what I'm calling soul. You know, that, and I love that. And it's so important because most people are very much into their ego. And that seems to be a driving force in terms of our life. But how, how can people make that shift? Because I believe, like you, it's a really important one. How, how can you encourage people? How do you encourage people, Dr. Hanna, to do that? Well, that's uh, the basic thing is, one, they have to have the desire their desire must be there. Their receptivity must be there. But beyond that, I use something. I say out of the 8 billion people, no one has the thumbprint. So you're very unique. You're very special. That special part of you is the eternal side of you. So I like to cultivate that eternal uh, thumbprint, your fingerprint that no one else has. So you have a uniqueness. That uniqueness connects back to the source, like the sun. You know, if one source, but have trillions of rays, and you're one of those rays. Let's connect with that part of you. When I connect with that, 
you see the, how people face change, realize they have something beyond this physical form. You're not stuck. Or you're unstuck, you're unstuck by your thoughts, your beliefs. Because until I teach people how to focus their thoughts beyond the ego, they're not going to believe it. You have to teach the breath, breath, thought, energy transformation into that other side. And that, those are my four steps that's been very beneficial for me and to have been patient with that step. So you got to start that. Recently, people came to me, how do I breathe, Dr. Hannah, to calm me down so I can begin to feel something different? And that was, that's the beginning question. How do you use the breath to get to with your question, to calm people down and get quiet and see that's another aspect, or just to look in the mirror and feel that and see beyond them, see beyond the physical self. So I say steps, breath, thoughts, energy, connecting to your divine self. Beautiful. Yes. And I love that, and, and that, you know, that resonates with me, too. So I, I, you and I were talking earlier. I know that, that we both understand what our sole purpose is, why we're here on, in this particular time on this planet on Earth. But how can people access and, and connect with their soul's purpose? I mean, it just got down is um, you got to sit down. I say it like this: like we we caught off to the conformity. Part of the issue is we conform to everything in the society, but is there that conformity real estate with you? Do you have the courage to look beyond conformity? Because conformity gets you doing what everybody else is doing, and that doesn't match you. Do you have the, the Do you have the courage, the confidence? to show your thumbprint, which get, get, get back to your purpose, that's why you're here. And, you know, just like me and you, I said, okay, I'm an MD, and that's my talent, but it's my gift. A gift, I don't need no certification or qualification by a human being. I'm already, I came qualified already. So you have to get them to shift from the conformity to their talent to their uniqueness. Is the step we do they realize that. You have those purposes. You have a purpose for being here. And whatever your gift is, whatever you can do naturally, whatever it is, it's a part of that, your gift. You know, and um, when people realize, it don't have to be big. You have to be truly yourself from your heart. And whatever you are from your heart and you're joyfully doing that elevate you, your family, your abandon in the planet, I say that's your purpose. But we don't do that. We follow what we should do this because your family because your friends or because your race, because your political, whatever it might be. Is that really you or are you just doing it to be accepted? First of all, do you accept you that you have a uniqueness and that uniqueness have a responsibility to yourself and also to the planet? I think conformity is boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's very well, you know, that's because you have courage. You have courage to go beyond that. I've never well, and I've you, been different, so I've never been able to conform anyway. But but and and who and I, on my Personally, I don't care, but a lot of people do. <laughs> but it, I think no. it's, I think it's so important what you're saying because we really have so much depth to who we are. To when we re- and and when we understand and connect with our soul's purpose, there's such a sense of of peace and yes. ease. It's like you 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 feel good about who you are and what you're here to do. I, I don't know how else to explain it. You could probably explain it better, but that, no, that, you can't do it better. I'm just saying when you're naturally being in your flow, you're doing your gift. It is effort. It doesn't require energy. It's not working. You're just being in that flow, and then you can shine, glow, and flow that way. 
and that's beautiful you do it like that. Because to realize we are so much more, so much more than we physically appear. And we have so much unlimited potential. Do we have the courage to express that? I've been saying to you, from a metaphor, some people doesn't get beyond the adolescent developmental age. Doesn't matter how much money they make, because they still being controlled by outside justification of acceptance. And they don't mean that you're being yourself. You're paying for acceptance. You're doing that because someone got to accept you. Do you have the courage to shine your light? When I'm talking to people, I'm encouraging them to shine their light because this light is, is contributes to the light of this planet. And so realize everyone have a light. Regardless of how your life's been, I seem like you've been deep down. You still have light. And that light, that love, and that, and that determination can get you into that flow of that glow and living your own purpose while you're here. And stop comparing yourself to anyone else, what they're doing. Just be your flow, whatever it is. It's just, you're adding light to it. There's no big or bad. It just isn't, okay? And that's wonderful, too. Yeah, and we do. We do have so much light to offer and to, and to just shine. Now, you've you yes. gone from the do no harm to heal with love, which I love yes. because I think that's so important. How do you heal with love, and how can we teach more people to, because they don't necessarily have to be healers or doctors, to be able to shine their light and, and create more loving healing on this planet? How do you teach people to do that? In regards to when you shine, just by shining your light, it's also contributing towards the healing. Shining lights on plant people first, and it doesn't matter. You're shining light. I have to let them know they are a cosmic agent. Uh, I mean, some, a source agent. What do you want to call it? You are that, and whatever you do, you vibrate that out. So I'm always asking, what are you thinking, and what are you sending? When you become conscious of what you're thinking and sending. You elevate your own frequency with gratitude and thankfulness. You keep going higher and higher. I teach people gratitude. People come in and talk to me all day how bad their life is. My <laughs> first thing is that you must write for me till you see me next week. Seven things per day, what you're grateful for. No more negativity, if, no buts, no shoulds, no all the goals. The divine energy always is there. What is it that right now that you're grateful for? So the gratitude shifts the attitude to a higher frequency. That's my first step. Can you shift and tell me something about yourself that you're grateful for? Rather tell me what's not, tell me what is. You know, so I love that. Shift. Attitude shifts your attitude. That's great. I love it. <laughs> yeah, you have to shift that attitude because the more frequency of attitude is also the foundation of abundance. Uh, many types of abundance, not just in the deck love, but also financial and health by doors being with gratitude. Gratitude is so powerful. Look around. What are you thankful for? Patients come in and complain to work at the nursing home. I say, well, listen, you can complain about the people in the nursing home you work there. Let's start with the basic. One, because them, you have a job. And number two, how did you get to my office? She said, I grow. Are you grateful that you have a car? Are you grateful that you can see? Are you grateful that you have all these things? Guess what? The complaining stop because I won't let that, that frequency continue about the negative vibration in my presence because it also, it's also doing them a malalignment. 
I said, what you are know, you doing? You're I, I did the same thing with someone that came in who was, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how did you walk in here? How did you get, you know, how did you get him? But it's, but it's true because we focus often on the negativity without recognizing, Dr. Hannah, that there's so much to be grateful for and, and being able to put that out and connect with people in that way. I wrote a song which part, and I'm not singing it because I can't sing, but are you grateful for your ears? Are you grateful for your peers? Are you grateful for your eyes? I mean, things that we take for granted. Why do we take that for granted? I mean, they, they're gifts. They're gifts. But sometimes we don't feel we deserve things. Two things. The biggest problem that I run into with people, the lack of acceptance of the total body, the issue of conformity, when you can't accept, like, and love and appreciate yourself, it's impossible for you to receive love. That lack of having love could cause too much, what we call free radicals in your body. When you have too much free radicals, you cause stagnation. Stagnation causes inflammation. Inflammation causes disease. That came primarily from your thought of lack of acceptance or lack of appreciation of yourself. If you like love and appreciate yourself, how do you treat your temple? Do you eat the right food, think the right thoughts, do the right exercise? Answer me as my question. We know the answer. So if you really want to in tune to purification, unification, harmonization of your body, to align with high frequency galaxy, start with your breath. Start with you like you going to go in the go into in the bathroom and become brutally honest with yourself. Because honesty is the second principle. Do you have the courage to be honest? Look at yourself without judgment. Can you look at yourself and find the beauty in your uniqueness? Are you too busy comparing yourself to the media? And I said, when that comparison, and you feel less than because that being judged by ego, no one is qualified to judge. When you judge yourself, you're downplaying yourself. You're comparing yourself, you're down yourself. And in the, in the spiritual domain, there are no comparisons. It's creative cooperation because it's all about the love there. And this ego play, it's all about competing. So we need to have somebody less than to make us feel better. That's already indicate insecurity. When you have insecurity, you feel like there's a difference. And there's this thing like this, then that's the illusion of separatism because we all come from one source. So that source energy and that one, when it penetrates you, it comes to your heart, your mind, you accept you because you know you have your own beauty. You have your own uniqueness. Out of the 8 billion, no one have your thumbprint. No one are you. So you are special. Do you have the courage to vibrate your own specialness without comparing, com- comparing yourself to others? Like, be, love, and appreciate yourself. Wouldn't it be beautiful if, it, if there wasn't that sense of, of comparison and competition, Dr. Hannah, and everybody recognized their true self, their true soul, their beauty, and was able to shine their light outward and and just be be love i mean is that possible in where we are today we are moving there but everyone came on this galaxy this planet at a certain time for the only soul lesson there are people like you or like me we're talking about we see this we can do two things we can complain about it or we can help as your help because everybody moves their own frequency and remember there's no time issue it's just we are here on this, on this planet now to be, to help raise the vibration frequency. People can raise up at a different time. Then you go to the fourth, fifth. So when we see people like that, 
it can incite you to be more and with more compassionate, or if you don't watch it, you get more competitive and complain about them. So it's always a dual learning happening all the time. Everybody's my teacher, and I tell them that because it teaches me to stay balanced. You got to stay balanced. But if you don't get balanced, you get too much into the ego, you get too analytical, the IQ is 100, 200, whatever it is. That's only your IQ. What about your emotion? What about your spiritual, what about your figure? figure? Spiritual energy, they all must be balanced. So I got this thing, Miss White, that I came up recently called Shine Glow Flow. Shine mm. like the sun, go like the moon, flow like water. Those are nice rhyme and rhythm, but it really is universal laws dealing with the dynamic of one source. When everybody can shine like the sun, the sun is a primary energy. There's no racism, sexism, racism, politicism. No, but the sun shines on everybody equally. It doesn't discriminate. It neutralizes and transforms everything like this. So I ask people this way, do you have sunshine love? Ask yourself, do you have sunshine love? Sunshine love is powerful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you go to the one, do you glow like the moon? To glow like the moon is you got your mental body, your emotional body, your physical body, your spiritual body. Which one of your bodies have a tendency to attach to? Too much attachment to that causes imbalance. We came down here to the rim and, and have calmness and balance. So we can create and govern. So you have to be balanced all those things. When you are balanced, you can glow. And then we take to the water. Water is very powerful. We are 70% water, so the earth. Water is always moving forward. It's always seeking to, to gain more energy, more water, other water, you know. It's always flowing down. It can purify you, it can enhance you, it can all of those things with water. So I ask people, are you shining? Are you glowing? Are you flowing? You know, and uh, that's very important. People ask themselves those three questions. I ask love it. Questions. Ask yourself those three questions. And anybody that loves that, go to my website. You get a free download from that. I love it, and it <laughs> makes me want to dance. <laughs> yes. But the sign glow flow. Are you shining, Miss White? Are you glowing, Miss White? Are you glowing? Then are you flowing? And so it's a powerful thing that people, when you put those three together, you're in the frequency of the high vibration, you have much gratitude. You look, how can I purify and enhance myself? How can I? How can I? With each breath, I send out, what is it doing? Is it healing? Is it harmonizing? Is it hurting? The three H's, you know. When you exhale out, what are you doing? What are you sending out there? Because whatever you say, returning back to you, whether you're conscious of it or not. So I like for people to have a conscious breath, a conscious thought, because you are co-creating your, your own self, your own future, right then and there. You know, and that's really important, that sense of being conscious of what we're putting out in the world and also what we're telling ourselves and putting into ourselves. And, and, and a lot of people don't have that level of, consciousness awareness that they need to to be able to to shift themselves and also help to to shift the world so that so that's so important dr hannah tell us a little bit about your new book remembering well, quality qualities <laughs> your soul joyful living your god self because i think people need to read it and and understand what's in it so can you share some of that with our 
our listeners today? Yes, I'd be more, I'd be more than happy to talk about that because I want to say to the audience, the book came through me. So what does that mean? I get quiet, I split things, come out. And the first thing they said, you got to wake up. You got to wake up out of this sleep, out of this sensation of this attachment. Wake up. You wake up, you're, you're in a being, you're in a light, you're in a shine that's eternal. Because you keep going around in a circle like a hamster, you know. Seems like you're going someplace but no place. So the first thing you need to make, wake up. You have to wake up too and live as to who you are. And that comes from, that's a challenge for a lot of people. So to wake up means more responsibility. And people rather not wake up. They'd rather be asleep. And I said, but that is the first thing, is to wake up. When you wake up, you can see more and more and more. And then when you wake up, you got to get up. And to get up means you got to have that consciousness and that awareness that I was talking about. And that awareness is that you have a responsibility and you create your life based on your own thoughts, your own action, your own belief. And so I talk about that wake up. It's very, very powerful for people to wake up. And so I found a lot of people when I talk about that is sometimes ignorance is a benefit for them. It's also a benefit for some, uh, some physician. The ignorant patient is, the more dependent the patient is on the physician. I, I don't say that. I talk about that in my book as well. And we talk about how you can learn to be more responsible by getting up. You got to get up and say, well, what do I desire for myself? What do I desire for the planet or my family, who you might want to be dealing with? So it's responsibility. And you can have the life choices. Well, you make great choices that could enhance you, your family, this planet. So wake up, get up. And keeping up is the ongoing process. There's many things I talk about it and how you can keep on, how you can fuel your energy and how you can fuel your thoughts to keep going on the path. I give affirmation at each chapter how it can enhance you, you know. And I found that very beneficial. People calling me all over the world and I say, this is very good. You have good affirmation. It's just how to keep them focused. And what can I say to that? It's just I'm very thinking about waking up, getting up, and keeping up. But wake up is a big issue. Can you wake up out of the sleep? Are you too addicted to the conformality? And that's a big issue. Getting people to wake up. Once they woke up, there's some stimulus there to get up and keep up. And we so need I to wake that, <laughs> Yeah, I agree <laughs> with that. But some people understand that the awakening is, is, is scary sometimes. That awakening sometimes makes you challenge uh, yourself, your, your family beliefs, your religious beliefs. You challenge everything. So what is this? What, is that, do I really believe that? But I think, you know, af- of, I think after we... we we have to do those challenges and we come to a place of recognizing who we are, there's a sense of peace because you, you've looked at the things that don't work anymore, even though you thought they did, and, and you see yourself anew. And, I mean, I'm talking personally, but I think that, that, that that's, even if it's scary, it becomes a beautiful experience and seeing yourself and the world and what you're here to do in a in a totally new light. I totally was thousand I agree with you. You know, but you have to understand you have courage. You 
That's why I have courage. And a lot of people have to develop that courage and confidence. But before that, they must be receptive. Everything that grows in this planet is, has a form of receptivity. You can't plant a plant without having the earth to be relaxed to be planted. There is no, even a human being, there must be some receptivity about the sperm and the egg, you know. So you have to have a receptive mind to open something different. And that receptive mind takes courage sometimes. Is this true? They look beyond the ordinary, what out there that can enhance you. So, you know, in my book, I have a lot of those kind of affirmations dealing with that, you know, and to, to it helps you develop that courage, to help you to go into um, waking up, keeping up. And once you become clear, that's what you decide to do, your courage continues to explode, get stronger and stronger. So is your confidence. And you will make conscious connection to people, places, and things with the same frequency. Then that's also help you. And then um, one of the affirmations is I'm living my sole purpose and eagerly serving humanity with my gifts. That's that thumbprint again. You have a thumbprint. You are special. And that gift Look around. What can you do naturally to see and come with ease that some people had to go to school for years, but you actually just do this naturally. I don't know who taught me. I can just do it. When you start doing those things and enjoyment, a lot of beautiful things happen. Everybody that I know to spontaneously follow they give, they're doing very well. They have, they have a, a continuous abundance in life, in relationships, and also financial. But a lot of people who went to who are MDs or JDs or LDs, so all kind of those alphabets, they are very talented. I didn't say they're always happy because happiness is a personal thing that we all must cultivate. No one makes you happy except yourself. And that's very important to realize that we are responsible for our happiness, our health, our harmony, and all those kind of things, you know. It's very important to know that. You know, I, t- I did a... I- I posted something the other day that it was a quote from Demetrius, which is a philosopher for long ago, and basically he said, and I can't remember the exact quote, but that happiness resides in the soul, which to me was wonderful and true, right? I love it. Yes, it is in the soul. Who said that? It's also stating that it's on you to bring it up, for you to bring it out. You can right. be a joyful experience with somebody else, but the happiness is on you. And I encourage people to cultivate their own, their own happiness, their own health, their own inner harmony, the three H's, okay? Are you cultivating your health, your happiness, and your inner harmony? When you do, you attract someone of equal frequency. And that's everything is vibration and frequency. Your vibration will bring that thing to you. So therefore, you attract what you think. You attract what you believe. Ask yourself, what do I believe? What do I think? You can tell that it's very easy to find out. Look around you. What's around you is what you attracted, whether you like it or not. You attracted that frequency. You can easily change that frequency by changing your thought and your belief with the feeling and knowing that you deserve a different frequency. That feeling must be in there because the feeling has energy. Your visualization has to visualize what you desire. Every day, what are you visualizing? What are you sending out? What do you want, what do you, what do you want to create? What are you creating? You know, somebody might think, and I, 
too many questions, but they're important questions, and and they're <laughs> questions to get to get you to a place of again connecting with your soul and and feeling good about who you are and living like what your book says, joyfully living your God self which is incredible. We are running out of time. Like I said to you when we first started, you and I could do this forever because I love <laughs> yeah, what, you, yeah. what you're talking about and I love your book and I love what you have to say. Tell our well, listeners, Paul, Hannah, how they can get a hold of your book and, and connect with you. Well, go to my website, Hannah's, H-A-N-N-A-H-S, Holistic, H-O-L-I-S-T, see a healing at gmail.com. You can get me that way. Um, you can find me. You can get the book. Um, you can, that's the best way. Uh, it's also on Amazon. I prefer people to get a website, but also it's on Amazon as well. Beautiful. Um, some people get it from me. Um, and for some lady, she's down in Florida now. She wanted to be for the Amazon because she wanted me. She wanted me to sign and say something. Because when I see the name starting to come through, it's not just putting my name on it. It's like when anyone buy this book, you know, don't just open it from the anywhere in the middle. Because at that point, your ancestors, your angels, your guide, your intuition say, well, "This is what you need to be reading today." Not from the first page to the end. No. The book came through. It has special messages. They said, well, everybody that bought this book all over the country, how do you know this book can tell me that? I, I didn't know anything. I just said, <laughs> I wrote the book. <laughs> I just had to know anything. I'm just telling you. Uh, some lady, she lived in August. She, she called me back. She told the woman, she said, Adrian, you know, I read this book like the Bible. Cause I just opened up and seen like this is what I was supposed to do that day. I said, great. She does the only one, you know, calling that, telling me that. When I, if I want someone in front of me, I say, well, Open the book to any page before I sign it. You said, wow, I was just thinking that. I'm saying you, some of the part of you is already in tune to the frequency. You know what the reading this book? Let okay. that be a guide. Let that be a guide. Rather than going from, I'm reading page one, to go to page whatever in the book. You can. That's conventional. I would say energetically, just open it up any place and see what it tells you. And the message is right there. Beautiful. Right there. Well, this is right there. Paul, Hannah, you are a blessing, and it's been a pleasure to have you on Power Your Life. Thank you so much for being with us today and for sharing yeah. your gifts and helping others connect with their gifts, with their essence, and, and with their soul and with their true self. Thank you very much. Okay. My pleasure. Have a great day. Send you everybody too. Send have love and gratitude. To all. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Love and gratitude. Back to you. So think about what Dr. Paul Hatter said, because, again, it's so important to shine like the sun, glow like the moon, flow like the water, and really look at you in a, in a beautiful, non-judgmental, but consciousness way and see how you're living your life and what's truly important and how you can connect with your soul and your soul energy and what you're here to do. We all have gifts. We all have things that we're here to do, and it's important to connect with that and move beyond the ego to really find the truth of who you are. And you can take that step today. Take one step to power your life and to enhance yourself and to 
go deeper into who you are to really grow and connect with yourself. Thank you for joining us. And remember, you have the ability to move forward, even if it's just one step at a time. Take that step today and empower yourself and send love and joy and gratitude not only to yourself but out into the world. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.